It's a me, a Mario. Nailed it. Welcome to episode 182 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I'm Kyle. That's Mario. We're talking Super Smash Brothers movie tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. Crawford. Wah, wah, wahoo. Nailed it. That sounded better than Chris Pat. That's perfect. Uh, which uh, let's start there because the marketing for this movie when when they withheld all of Chris Pratt's speaking lines until the uh-huh. last trailer uh-huh. for months I was like oh no he did such a bad job they're not even going to show it show us his voice until we go see the movie and then yeah. you heard him in the trailer and you're like oh that's I mean not that's not what I was expecting a little different um, well I like that they they played into it, right? They explained yeah. it away. That they were like, "This is not how we actually sound." We did it for a bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a whole thing going on with it, uh, and then they had some kind of like almost New York Brooklyn accent, but like not necessarily quite that either. Sure, yeah, so, very uh, ambiguous. <laughs> really, really leaned into the, the like, "Hey, you are third generation Italian New York." But also, you're a cartoon. So, like, you figure out what that sounds like. <laughs> sure. And Chris well, Pratt was like, I got it. <laughs> and like we were talking about in the last episode with Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, for this movie to get greenlit, like, you had to have an A-list actor play Mario. And, like, who's hotter right now than Chris Pratt? Not many people. So, I get why they did it. And I actually thought he did a really good job. I very much enjoyed his interpretation of Mario. I thought Agreed. the little spin they put on it was very cool. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I, I thought that they handled it well. Um, they didn't go full uh, John Johnny Legs type Mario, yeah. where they tried to make it like real and set in New York. And Bowser's not mm-hmm. like a turtle; he's like a mobster, and like they're actually real plumbers. And like that was bad. That was a bad movie. So sure. you can't you can't ground it entirely in reality, but they also weren't like, and here he is going through like the forest and like going beep beep boop boop to like all the different like uh eight pixel little stops. Yeah. Like they, they found a happy middle ground of like it's based in reality, but he goes to like a magical world and then he comes back to like, you mm-hmm. know, he does the hero's journey. Classic. Sure. Classic. Classic <laughs> illumination. <laughs> Which yeah, so when I saw the Illumination thing come in, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then I think there was also a title card for Nintendo. And I was like, oh, I don't think I've seen that one before. Are they in a franchise? Are they going to spin this off into a franchise? And spoiler alert, they're totally going to spin this off Big into time. a very large franchise. Big time. Which I'm excited about. I, I thought this was fun. Um, so before we get too far into the movie, uh, I know you probably went to see the movie because you're, I, if I remember correctly, you're a big Mario Brothers fan, you played the games, you were in the racing game, all that stuff. Uh, I did not play many of these games. Um, Was not a, I'm not a big video game person, player. I don't play many, I'm not a gamer, don't game. (laughs) And I went to this movie though, because I thought it was the perfect opportunity to take my daughter to see her first movie in theaters. Oh, fun. And that was... An incredible experience. She's never played the games. We went out to the poster in the lobby before the movie, and I kind of like pointed at all the characters to tell her like what their names were and what they do. And she was getting really excited. She didn't like that the turtles were bad because she likes turtles. Sure. Um, I was like, this turtle's bad. And she's like, no, turtles are good. I was like, no, these turtles are bad. By the end of it, she got the picture that the turtles were bad. Um, 
But uh, that was a really, really fun experience. I think she was maybe a little too young for the movie because uh, she did get scared when the scary stuff came. But she was overjoyed over the moon when the fun stuff was happening. And that was so much fun to see. Um, so, man, three might have been a little too young. But, you know, uh, my my siblings warned me. They're like, ah, she's too young for this movie. It's kind of scary. You get the Luigi in the mansion and the bones, the dry bones thing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was like, yeah, have y'all seen Finding Nemo recently or Beauty and the Beast? Like, there's scary stuff throughout all the Disney movies that you've oh, seen time. a hundred times. And I don't I think that is true, but there wasn't surround sound in a completely dark environment sure. when we watched those movies at home. The stakes so, are different. Stakes are a little different. Um, but so that's the main reason I wanted to go see it, because I thought that uh, my daughter would really like it, and she did. And getting to see it, like, with her sitting on my lap, basically, because when she got scared, she'd just jump over. Um, that was so much fun. And the joy in her eyes when Mario's on the cart and stuff. I was like, yes, we did it. We found a fun movie. Yeah. Um, but before the movie started, there was a trailer for Into the, Spy- Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 or whatever. And when Miles Morales comes on the screen, she goes, it's Miles Morales. I went, Yes. <laughs> I've trained this girl so well. She knows. That's so she awesome. She knows things. I was so fired up. So I, I bet we had a very different movie watching experience in this movie. Sure. And I'm excited to see what I'll take ways you have because I'm sure I missed a lot. Not just because I wasn't a gamer, but because I also was holding on to my three-year-old and trying to tell her that Bowser's, it's, it's just pretend. So I, 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 I saw it at an Alamo draft house, which always has like the fun intros, like... Silence your cell phones. Like, you will be escorted out, blah, 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 blah. Uh, This one was like, hey, parents, like, we love that your kids are here. But remind them, like, it's time to sit still. It's time to, like, whatever. And I was looking around. I was like, it's 9 p.m. There are no kids here. Like, these are just a bunch of adults that wanted to watch a cartoon. Uh, (laughs) Stop shaming us about it. Yeah. And someone bring me a beer. (laughs) Get over yourself, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, you you the starting off with the commercial for the Brothers Plumbing Company that was fun, and uh, I, I I don't I don't know what story I was expecting. I don't think I was expecting much of a story. I think they gave me more story than I was expecting for sure in this movie with the parents who are not proud of their kid and having to go and save his brother and all that sort of stuff. They gave you a lot to unpack. Well, I was fired up about. I did notice one Easter egg fairly early on in the movie. Oh, man. I want to say it's like one of the first scenes. There is the arcade. They're, yep. they're in the restaurant or something. There's an arcade in the background. Uh-huh. And it's called Jumpman, I want to mm-hmm. say. And yep. 99% sure that is the video game that Mario was based on. And Correct. then changed into being Mario. Okay, good. Yeah. And also, I'm, I don't know this for sure, but I think that the guy, like, when he is like, I think, like, the accent was a little much. The, and the other guy turns around and is like, no, it was a perfect. Uh, I oh, think, think that was Mario. I think that's the original Mario. Oh, very cool. Oh, very or he's cool. like, or he's like no, you nailed it, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I'll stop doing that accent, though. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, so it, the original Jumpman is in that, but and then later on you actually get to see the, the pizzeria again, and you actually see that it's the name of the pizzeria is Punch-Out Pizzeria. Uh, okay. Named after the original Nintendo game, Punch-Out. Oh, wow. Yeah, fun. so there's Very a lot cool. of little things like that throughout that aren't even necessary, 
necessarily uh, Mario Easter eggs, but are just Nintendo Easter eggs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I love that. I love it. I love the that amount of detail being put into a movie. Um, even if I don't get it. I love that. That's really cool. Yeah, I could kind of tell through the first like 10 minutes. I was like, there's a bunch here I'm not catching, but I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, and, and, and like Spike, uh, the guy that like used to work with them or whatever. Pretty sure Spike is the name yes. of – that's the guy that throws hammers in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's why he's got all the hammers on his belt. Gotcha. So there you go. So even if they weren't like, we're going to like have that guy in the game, they were just like, we're going to make a nod to, you know, there's a spike out there somewhere. Oh, very cool. Which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and then the the part that my daughter got the most scared at in the entire movie, which features a huge lava castle and a giant turtle with anger issues, um, was when the dog was trying to attack Luigi. Sure. <laughs> she got the most scared. I was like, geez, they're really laying it on thick in the first 10 minutes of this movie. We haven't yeah, got the at, Mushroom Kingdom yet. At the very beginning of the movie, I was like, hey guys, did we actually accidentally walk into Secret Lights of Pets 3? Like, yeah. this feels very, like, I, I get it's illumination, but... It feels like the whole setting of New York, the, yeah. the whole way the animation went, that dog getting in there real quick. I was like, I am watching Secret Lights of Pets right now. That, that was that's very what's odd. happening. Yeah. And I guess I'm, I didn't know that was Illumination, so that makes sense. There's another nod there that I didn't catch, but I kind of caught. I knew it was a nod. I just didn't know where we were nodding or sure. why we were doing that nod. Okay, cool. So Chris Brad is Mario... I thought did a fine job. He spoke a lot less than I thought he was going to, even though based on the trailers, I should have assumed he spoke not at all. Um, Luigi, played by uh, Charlie Day. Yep. I thought he was really fun, and also in less of the movie than I wanted. I would have loved to have more of Charlie Day. Yeah, uh, I agree. But I think also uh, he did well with what he was given, right? Uh, nobody in this movie had a dominating line presence, except for maybe jack black bowser yeah um which you know as bowser probably needs the most exposition anyway of like why is he doing what he's doing everybody else seems to get kind of like fair uh spread across the board peach maybe gets a little bit more with uh, anna taylor joy uh but i think she did great as well um i thought donkey kong as seth rogan and charlie day as luigi got like the same amount of airtime yeah which was fun yeah, and also I did like, you know, Luigi's doing a little bit of an accent, Charlie Day is, Chris Pratt's doing a little bit of an accent, not laying on super thick. Seth Rogen's just talking like himself, <laughs> and we're, we're okay with that, I guess. Does Donkey Kong speak in the games? No. No, okay, so then we had nothing to really care about her. Uh, I'm, I'm down. One thing I didn't realize was an Easter egg that I noticed while watching the movie. I uh, didn't realize until the end, the end credit scene, there was a bunch of little dinosaur Yoshi things running around the yeah. riverbank at one point. And I looked at my daughter and I was like, oh, that's Yoshi. And then I saw the egg crack at the end and I was like, oh, okay, so that probably wasn't Yoshi. That was We were probably setting up Yoshi this whole time. I, that, that's that, was, that was a Yoshi. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Then I, we didn't talk much about Jack Black, but... Uh, Man, he's so great. Yeah, I had some thoughts on this. I thought that he did um, a, a great job as as Bowser. Um, and and I thought he was the perfect cast for it as well, because Bowser needs to be somebody that can do a deep, intimidating presence and a voice and be menacing and mean, you know, when he has to be, but also needs to be goofy and silly. 
because Bowser as a villain is like yeah. deeply in- like supposed to be scary and mean or whatever, but is also silly to think that this like thirty foot lizard got picked up by his tail by a little plumber and got thrown around, and like the whole premise is silly in and of itself. So he needed to be someone that was kind of silly. The game is silly, you know. So the I thought they did a good job of of casting somebody that could do that deep voice of like <laughs> like I'm I'm so yeah. evil and then simultaneously start singing a song that was like peaches 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 yeah. 100%. And I I if you told me that was not written into the into the script and he just walked in with a keyboard and started doing it and they were like yeah I hit record. I I I would believe it cuz he's that great. Um but you're right. I don't know who else could have pulled that off. He was awesome. Really I'm pretty that. sure that they said, Jack Black, sing a song about Peach. <laughs> like, I think that they knew they wanted it in there, but I don't think they wrote it for him. I think they were just like, I think they were like, Jack Black, sing, sing a song about Peach right now. And he was like, all right, I got it. Um, <laughs> Done. <laughs> I, I did really like that the piano he played was a uh, Ludwig von Koopa. Yeah. Um, but it's also a nod to the game because in okay. like Super Mario World, one of the castles you have to defeat is Ludwig's castle. Okay. Yeah. So Lud- Ludwig is actually a, like is a Koopa that's out there that you yeah. Huh. Kind of fun. I thought, that is very fun. Um, other uh, other nods that I remember off the top of my head when they're on the Rainbow. Um, it's called the Rainbow Road, correct? It is called the Rainbow Road. It's a road made and of rainbows. There we go. We nailed it. And Mario gets knocked off his cart and he falls down the falls down into another layer and then uh-huh. jumps somebody else's cart. Correct if I'm wrong, wasn't that a cheat in the game or not a cheat, but like a shortcut that you could jump mm-hmm. off at some point in time? Yep. Okay. So in the N64 game, you can like uh angle your cart when you come across the very top, uh across the check mark. And then you can jump and like literally skip half of the map. But if you wow. time it wrong, you'll, you're going to lose. You're done, yeah. You, you fall to your death and they come and like fish you out. Because they, they had that, which is a cool nod. They also had him uh, stepping on a turtle and then throwing its shell, which was another fun nod. Yeah. But the, the best one, I thought, was the blue turtle after he had been yes. blown up. Says, you will not defeat me, blue shell! Blue shell! the front. I thought that was so funny. I was cracking up on yeah, that. Yeah, and that's so relatable at that moment because anybody that played that game growing up on a 64 like was like, yes, I have a chance. Like, I'll, I'll make, I'll get back. And even if I don't win, I'll make sure that you also don't win. Uh, very, that very important. Uh, one, one of the other nods that I loved was uh, when Mario is first going through uh, Mushroom Kingdom with Toad. Uh, there's like an antique shop or whatever, and they're seeing the old original Nintendo cartridges are like for sale. Oh, and one of the guys was like, does this even work? And he goes, yeah, if it doesn't work, you just got to blow in it a little bit and then put it yeah. back in. It'll work just yes. fine. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that was fun. And that's what I think this movie was. It was a bunch of fun. I really enjoyed too all the power-ups and the way they explained the power-ups too. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, but you get to see Mario with the the cat the cat thing and the flying thing, the raccoon, and then, 
Thank okay, Rhett's a raccoon? Which one's yeah. the raccoon? The flying one. The flying the one's the raccoon. Okay. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely a cat. Now that makes sense. Uh, I thought those were cool. Then seeing Peach tur- get the fire one. Yeah. Um, and the ice one. I don't mm-hmm. remember there being an ice one. That must have been in a later. Yeah. Because the ice flower later on. Yeah. A different later game. That makes sense. But I thought those were really funny. And uh, the training montage scene. Yes. Too. The one, the one thing I didn't see, which I thought was going to happen in the training montage, was uh, the little guy in the cloud in the fishing pole that comes and like scoops you out. I thought that that was going to yes. be in the training montage when he falls in the water. They were going to like come yeah. scoop him out, but I get that that's a Koopa, so you can't actually like explain that. But maybe oh, put a toad in it, you know, and and then explain sure. it that way. Um, also, can we talk about Keegan Michael Key as Toad? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because so I didn't know that was Keegan Michael Key until the I, when the credits came up. I was like, "Who is this guy?" Because he was great. I didn't recognize his voice at all. I didn't either. No, I I truly didn't know who it was till I saw the credits as well. Yeah, like, fantastic. Yeah, very great. good. Uh, he stole a show, in my opinion. He might have, yeah. With his little things like, "Do not eat that one; you'll die." No, I'm just kidding. That 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 was actually fine. Um, <laughs> and then you know, like. This is Mario. He's my best friend. Uh, and he's like, are we? He's like, yeah. Yeah, we're best friends. And the funniest one of all was when DK was like, oh, this is embarrassing. Like, the princess would never go out with you. And Toad pulls up out of nowhere. And he's like, yes, yeah, she would. I guarantee she would. She would totally go out with him. <laughs> we, we all need a Toad in our lives. We all, we all need a Toad. Kyle, you're my Toad. Well, that, yeah, that adds up. And then, man, am I thinking of am I thinking of Zelda or am I thinking of Mario? Isn't isn't it's Peach, right? Peach is the one who's always been stolen by Bowser, and Mario's got to go save, right? Yep. Okay, I thought that was a fun little you know spin they put on it, where she's the warrior and yeah. training Mario. Um, I thought that was fun and culturally appropriate. Um, I but think also that, more in line with like the games and stuff, like in Super Smash Bros. Like she's a fighter, like you, like good point, yeah, yeah. And in some of the other games, like um, Mario Galaxy, she's she's more of a fighter and stuff like that too. So uh, less in many years, we've been getting away from the damsel in distress, which I think is fair and right. Um, and I did like the way that they handled it, right? Where she's yeah. like, "Nah, I'm the princess. I'm a badass. I'm a charge," and yeah. but she's not like overbearing about it she's helping mario learn and then you know when she agrees to be the sacrificial lamb to to marry bowser like save her people and then she's like also got a cool plan at the end to like save the day as well um that was really fun that was fun also um her her line when she was like consoling mario for not being able to complete the course and she's yeah. like, it's okay i tried hundreds of times she was, you got on the first one didn't you she's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> like, I, I thought did. that was awesome. They also set up a very um, vague backstory for her to where she might have been from Earth or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a spinoff in the works there for sure. That'll be fun. Oh, speaking of tiny people, you got to see baby Mario and baby Luigi in a flashback, right? Yeah. Yes, that's what I was going to say. I got that say. reference. I felt like Captain America. I got that reference. I, I do. I know that one. Oh, oh, I know that one. I know that one. Uh, no, yeah, uh, there was a lot of different uh, environments or, or nods or uh, feelings that you got from the different games, right? 
Um, obviously, all the different Super Marios and Super Mario Worlds and Mario 64 and things like that are, are pretty obvious. Uh, Mario Kart's was was obvious, not just like there was mm-hmm. the original one that Mario was driving, and then there's some of the new futuristic ones where they, you know, get the wheels that allow them to hover and glide. So you get all yeah. of the different Mario Karts. But uh there was Mario Galaxy where Bowser's wearing his his white tux uh for for the wedding. Yeah. Um you get Luigi's mansion, obviously where Luigi is yep. in the mansion, uh facing scary things. Uh you get DK sixty four uh, with Cranky Kong and 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 DK and and some mm-hmm. of the other Kongs that are out there, Diddy Kong. Uh, that was yeah, you saw Diddy for a second. Yeah. I was waiting for Diddy Kong to show up the whole time, uh, and then he finally did, and that made me happy. But yeah, you get Baby Mario, Baby Luigi, Baby Peach. I was still looking for Paper Mario the whole time. That was the <laughs> one iteration. I was like, I don't know how they're gonna slide this one in there. I, I didn't see it, so maybe maybe it'll take a second uh, viewing. Viewer, if you saw Paper Mario, you let me know. Let me know, yeah. You let me know where I missed it. I don't know of Paper Mario, so I assume that was a game. Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, okay. He's made of, of paper. He's flat. I, fi- I figured he would be made of paper. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, any other fun little Easter eggs or tidbits that you caught from the movie? Um, I did like all of... I thought all of the cart scenes were really fun. I thought there was room to make them stupid, and when you I said first cart saw it, scenes, the cart scenes, yeah, the okay, gotcha. yeah, any time mm-hmm. that they were driving the carts or the motorcycles, depending on what you're into, um, mm-hmm. they, I thought that that was going to be an area that they could have made it dumb, and they did it really well. Uh, when they first got in the cart, the first one with the monkey, when they got to the Jungle Kingdom, and they yep. played "Take on Me" by Aha. Yeah. And they're driving around. I was like, this, I could watch this for an hour. I could watch this elongated drive for one physical hour and have a great time. Yeah. The, uh, that was great. Um, oh, and I really liked, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but I really liked that they, you get to see them like pick their car and like throw on different things or like throw out the tires over. Cause, I don't know if this is in all of them, but I know the last one that I played, yep. which I think is the newer version, you get to do that and kind of swap and mix and match. Oh, and then um, Peach is like goes to save, I think, Toad while he's falling in the water. And then her cart, she catches him and her cart pops up the little parachute, thing, yep. the little airplane thing, whatever the yep. wing deal is called. The glide. Like, I know that from the game. The glider, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, they're so... like. I know that I'm not a big gamer. I've not played the games. I caught like 50 references, and I know that's probably a third of them. They jam-packed this movie full of all the Mario references, and I, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a fantastic little Yeah, tidbit. I mean, even to the little bit of just like Nintendo, right? Like in Mario's room, there's different posters on the wall, like different games and stuff like that. He's mm-hmm. playing one of the old school games, Yeah, uh, like just sitting there in his room. It's like... I don't know how old Mario is, but he seems like a 30-year-old dude still living at home, like in his childhood yeah. room playing video games. Yeah. I, I mean, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell for sure. Uh, I do think one of my favorite lines that happened in this movie uh, was when Bowser is uh, got Luigi prisoner, and he says, you know, is is she is he the type of person that like a princess would be attracted to? 
And Luigi just goes, if she has good taste. (laughs) (laughs) And it just made me so, it made me so happy. Like, what a perfect line. I really did like the insecure Bowser. I thought that was such a great take on Bowser. Because that could have been really dumb, as we've seen in the live action movie. Yeah. Could have been real bad. Uh, all the Koopas having a giant party and like punk rock play or like metal play yeah. and they're like yeah and he's like and it's gonna be the greatest wedding ever and a perfect fairy tale wedding and they're yes. like wait did you say wedding <laughs> yeah um, um, I will say the one thing you mentioned you know it not being necessarily for three might be too young but mm-hmm. um, the the little star person that was in the cage. <laughs> Yes. So dark. So, oh my god! So <laughs> funny. The first couple times, and then after a while, yeah. I was like, "Man, there are some kids here that are gonna get like some. They're gonna walk out of the room being like, With I think questions. I'm into nihilism.' Yeah. And and the parents are gonna be like, "Where did you learn that word?" And it was like, it "Doesn't matter. The star. We're all me. we're all gonna die." <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was pretty wild. I liked the. And I thought it was interesting, the, basically the teaser trailer for this was just the first, well, maybe like the second scene of the movie, which Bowser's ship landing and destroying the penguin's cave yeah. thing. And, uh, Do you yield? <laughs> that was so good, man. That was so, even though I knew it was coming, because I've seen this trailer ten times now, but I just thought that was hysterical. Let me ask you, after boldly proclaiming Dungeons and Dragons as the best game adaptation into a movie, mm. where does Super Mario Bros. fall for you now? Yeah, yeah. I said that I would have to see this one. You know, I might eat my words. Um, I mean, I think this is one of the better video game adaptations. Um, D and D. I I made the clarification it was a tabletop game, right? Not necessarily a video game. Uh, So if you want to, like, really die on semantics, which we often do. uh, (laughs) It was weak. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. Did you like this movie more than Dungeons & Dragons? Honor Among Thieves. They're so... I did, and it's not close. They're so different. They're so different. Um, I do think... I do think I I liked it more. I think I'm going to watch it more often. Uh, I think I would probably quote it more often. I think I'd be more likely to recommend it to just a casual fan of, of, of anything, right? Like, sure. You say the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and as much as I can say, you don't have to know the game to have a good time. Everybody knows Mario. Yeah. So, like, to your point of you didn't really feel like you played a lot of the games and you felt like you caught 50 Easter eggs. Like everybody knows Mario. He's just like a perfect, he's, he's very prevalent throughout uh, all of our culture. Um, And so it's in, it's ingrained in us and it's embedded in us. We have 50 years of of playing with Mario. So yeah, they did a great job in the same way that like despicable me was a kids movie that adults were like hey this was really good um i think mario was like hey this is a video game movie that people that don't like video games would go oh this was really good well you say that <clears throat> hang on hang on oh yeah i know it's it's getting it's getting eviscerated 
You say that, it's got a 58% tomato meter, but 96% audience score. So, most of the audience, most of the people in the world agree with us. The critics did not, but they love Dungeons and Dragons, which I don't... I don't, I don't really get. I thought this story was way better than Dungeons and Dragons story. And it was... This, this story was more... I mean, obviously, childish, right? Yeah. It, it was all dumbed down. The stakes are lower. Uh, it's not like a big... It, and it doesn't even have necessarily like the cathartic experience of like Frozen, which was an animated movie that you're like, oh, okay, we get it, like fairy tale, and they kind of turn it on its head, and it's about the sisters and, you know, things like that. You don't even really get all of that with Mario and Luigi of like, it's not about Mario and Peach, it's about Mario and Luigi. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's because none of them were on camera enough to to really drive that point home. But also... Yeah. You got to know the audience. They're trying to appeal to both like 40 year olds that have played Mario games their whole life and like the five year old who's going to go to this movie and they have to keep entertained with bright lights and pretty colors for sure. And and like not a lot of heavy dialogue. And more importantly, buy toys. Yeah, that too. You're right. Mm -hmm. Toys run the world. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I thought that the challenge they were given of, Make everybody happy who's ever played a Mario game or would buy a toy ever in their life is daunting. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought that they did a really nice job. They made a good movie that was entertaining and made enough of like an homage and nods to the to the old little Easter eggs to make the nerds happy and made a lighthearted enough film to make the children happy. And we were all able to leave the theater going, I'm glad I spent that 12 to $15. Yeah, 12 to $15. That's wild. Do you remember when they were $8? I remember when they were it? 5 Wow. You're older than me. Um, by a full month. Oh, if... So let's just say, because I think obviously this was... This movie was set up in order to spin off into a franchise, as you saw with the Yoshi Easter egg at the end. Um... I've heard rumblings of a Link movie uh, or a Zelda movie in in the works. Um, so what would be the next movie? If you're trying to get the Nintendo Cinematic Universe, what would be the next movie? What would be the Iron Man? What would be the Captain America? What, what would be the next big heavy hitters Man. before you get to the Guardians of the Galaxy Waluigi, I assume? Well, I was going to say, like, it. I mean... Yeah, if you want somebody that's like a, a a classic character that's known, but maybe isn't like the everything. Like I, Iron Man was kind of like uh, to me, not like the obvious choice. Uh, sure wasn't. Yeah, I think a DK would have been would have been a great one. Uh, DK sixty four is a great game. Um, I I spent many a day skipping class in college with Scott Terrell and Ben Watson to, to beat that game in a week. And we, we sure did. And it was awesome. Um, (laughs) But like that game is really fun. There's a lot of characters there that you can build off of Banjo Kazooie, I think would be the random, wait, you did a what movie? And I think you could make it fun and awesome. Banjo Kazooie. I don't remember that one. Yeah, that's fair. Look it up. Okay, I'll do that. 
It's yeah, some no, kind right. of animal. I don't know exactly what kind of animal. And then he's got a bird that rides in a backpack and attacks things. Oh, no, I do remember that. That game was awesome. Yeah, that game was awesome. Yeah, that would be fun. Let me ask you. So you're not wrong. Um, Iron Man was a tier three C-team character in the comic books. And they had tried to start the MCU with Hulk and stuff, and it didn't really work. And all of a sudden, they made Iron Man out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so that your Banjo-Kazooie would be that. Yeah. That's, would, would, that would be your Iron Man. I yes. I love that. And then what's your heavy hitter? What's your Captain America Winter Soldier of the franchise that brings it down to the dark and gritty tone that you're going to go off with for the next 10 movies? Uh, it's It's Link. It's Zelda. It's Legend of Zelda. Because... Like, I don't know if you ever played Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, the second one. That thing is dark and scary and creepy. I remember still being, like, scared of it. Like, the mask was scary. The moon had, like, an evil face in it. And the moon was, like, coming to, like, kill the world and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, dark and creepy. Um, And, but, like, Zelda is also one of those games that has gone from the very beginning to now. And they keep remaking it and making new iterations of it. And uh, Link is a is a cool character, and and Zelda as a as a fun heroine. Uh, so yeah, I think that could be the the next big heavy, and like kind of twist it into a dark realm. Interesting, because I bet a lot of people will go see that movie because uh, the there's the Ocarina of Time. I know was a big one as well too. Yep. Is that the first one? Uh, that was the one on N sixty four, but the the original one was like on Game Boy. <sighs> I'm showing my ignorance. Um. Oh, and then the thing that I think is the most fun to to process out here is that if you do a Link movie, you do a Banjo Boogie, Boogie Banjo Kazooie. That's the one. Um, you do a Yoshi movie. Duh, King, Diddy, duh. Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong gets his own movie. Thank you. You could bring them all together for a culminating event of Super Smash Bros. That's uh, right. Where they fight each other, which is funny because that is kind of. Not kind of. That is essentially the point of Secret Wars. Uh, I would really like for this culminating event in the MCU to happen at the same time as it's happening in the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Or they do it like five years later and just completely rip off the storyline. And with Chris Pratt going, I think I've seen this before. And then then you're done. It's one line. Fixes everything. Mm -hmm. One line of dialogue. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a, I think that's fun for all the different ways that you could go with that. I really enjoyed this movie. I'm glad I got uh, a chance to see it. I'm glad I got a chance to see it with my daughter, um, who would remind me whenever Bowser's on the screen, hey, he's just pretend. So yeah, he's he's just pretend. He's just but pretend. also he was pretty great. <laughs> but also they're all ju- they're all just pretend to be. They're clear. all just pretend. Yeah, yeah. Anything else before we wrap up? Uh, no, I I would say I would recommend this movie. I would give it a, an eight out of ten. Um, I, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. Love seeing it in theaters. Uh, I think I want to see it again, just to again find all those little Easter eggs. There was another one that I remember seeing early on and being like, I have to remember that one. It was another kind of like punch out type of uh, homage that I was like, oh, I need to remember that, and then reference it later, and then an hour and a half later, I forgot. So, uh, so I need to go back and and watch that and find all the easter eggs or probably just ryan airy would tell me that's probably enough maybe he probably will yeah we should probably watch that before this would have maybe cleared up some things but this is the this is what you come to the show you know 
real grounded, honest opinions of things not related to Avatar The Way of the Water. Thank you for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>